House prices surge. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to a new episode of Heiser Says. I have my Stein of coffee and I thought we'd look at a few articles discussing the apparent house price surge that we're having in February. So this is from the ABC. House prices surge in February, sending most capitals back to record levels. Now, before we have a look at this, we'll just jump to trading economics and looking at you know the new home sales data that has just come out this morning. So Australia's new home sales rose 5.7% from a month earlier in January 2020, accelerating from a 2% rise in the previous month. Data from the Housing Industry Association showed most states saw the number of new home sales in January increase, led by Western Australia, Victoria and Queensland. However, the HIA warns that international factors are likely to impact on the volume of home building in Australia over the medium term, as well as the effects of trade and tourism restrictions with China, and they pose a material downside risk to the housing market. So we've had a, a lift up of new home purchases or new housing purchases you have to understand the cash rate is quite low so that could be fueling that and building approvals guys building approvals haven't really climbed that much either and i'm just looking here looks like i've lost the reference to the building approval image and i will bring that up in a moment now what we've got is, there we go, sometimes these things disappear. Building approvals have gone up a little bit, guys, but we haven't seen that flow through to the rest of, well, the industry. Yeah, they, they trended up a little bit, a little bit. So, are housing, is housing going to jump up? Is it going to jump up? Is the surge continuing? So, let's have a look at this article. House prices surge in February, spending sending most capitals back to record levels. Home prices rise across every capital city except Darwin, drove national dwelling prices 1.1% higher last month, with five capital cities now recording record high property values. A 1.2% rise for Melbourne prices last month was enough to send the city to record high values, erasing an 11% fall in values since the previous peak in late 2017. Despite a 1.7% rise last month, Sydney home values remained 3.7% below the mid-2017 peak, having fallen 15% during the downturn that ended mid-last year. Now, I want to draw your attention, guys, to this image. This is showing unit price growth across Sydney, and it shows you that the growth, when they're reporting on these things, the growth is not uniform. I'd put the... Well, I would argue that a lot of this growth we're seeing is in the upper quartile of the market. With a lot of them, the rest is just sitting there. Or, as we can see here, still a negative. So that's why we, we're perhaps seeing this, you know, growth, growth, growth. But are we seeing it everywhere? Or just in certain areas? Let me know your opinion, everyone. So, although even while Sydney prices remain below their previous peaks, the median, and there's the issue, House price in the city has risen uh, back just above a million dollars. Brisbane, Canberra, Hobart and Adelaide are the other capital cities where home prices are at record highs. Perth home values rose 0.3% last month and have not fallen 
for four months. However, CoreLogic's head of research, Tim Lawless, said he was not anticipating to record high prices for a very long time in the West. Although Perth values are now trending higher, the recovery period is likely to be a long one, with Perth housing remaining 21% below their peak, he wrote in a report. Meanwhile, Darwin home prices fell 1.4% and are now down a third, a third, 33% from their peak values. So we can see here, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, there you go. There you go. Because here's the thing. If we look at the past, what was driving up housing? A lot of it was you know, foreign investment years ago. And now, you know, wage growth has stalled. GDP growth has stalled. Everything in the news that we're hearing is pointing towards a global recession. The stock market is crashing. So why? Maybe. Maybe. Here's the argument. People are pulling out of the stock market and throwing it at property. Maybe that could be the, the hope of retaining some value. Could that be what we're seeing? Maybe. Maybe we'll see that in the next few months. So regions lag behind cities except Tasmania. Regional markets posted much lower increase of 1.4%, but Mr. Lawless said the average must substantial differences between areas, like I was showing in this diagram, guys. There's big differences in areas. The diverse diversity across regional Australia is extreme, with drought-affected areas impacting the regional index, he wrote. Meanwhile, the regional centres adjacent to the largest capitals, as well as coastal lifestyle markets, show a stronger performance. In particular, Mr. Lawless said Tasmania's regional market made up three of the top four non-capital city markets. So people are moving for a green change. I can't blame him. Can't blame him for that at all, to be honest. Tasmania's home values have been rising swiftly, with house, housing values rising faster across regional Tasmanian Hobart. Comsec's chief economist, Ryan Felsman, said real estate was looking like an increasingly attractive investment with interest rates at record lows and share markets tumbling. So where do investors seek shelter in a low interest environment? He questioned in an analysis of the data. Well, record low mortgage rates, rising home prices, strong auction clearance rates. Yeah, well, have a look at my website about how there's a bias towards over-reporting of positive auction results. Limited housing supply, improving access to home loans, and now financial market volatility are encouraging Aussies to return to the property market, he wrote. However, Mr. Lawless said owner-occupiers were continuing to dominate the market, while rental returns remained historically low in many areas, with rents growing an average of just 1.5% over the past year. So is this just people pushing money into the market and lifting it up? Is it foreign investors coming in and buying at the upper quartile? Or is it people in the upper quartile pushing up that market. Let's have a look at another article sent to me by a viewer, and this is from Cairns, so one of the regional areas. So low supply, high demand fuels a property market surge. And this viewer told me just some of the tourism issues that we're having in Cairns. Remember, tourism is a big part of the Australian economy, and it is really feeling it. How many articles am I reading about businesses going bust because of uh, fears? And we've got the bushfires driving people away. We've got travel restrictions driving people away. So perfect time to invest in property in a city that may be 
suffer, maybe about to suffer a decline due to declining tourism. What do you reckon, everyone? Kansas recorded the third highest jump in house prices in the country in the 12 months to January 2020, according to the latest quarterly regional market update from CoreLogic. The city recorded an annual growth of 4.2%, beating only a be beaten only by Illawarra in New South Wales and the Gold Coast. Wow, the Gold Coast? Positive news comes as the report showed property values increased in 23 out of 50 separate house, house and unit markets over the past year. The report analyzed property market performance across Australia's largest non-capital city regions. There were also 4,950 property sales in Cairns during the year, which was 4% lower than a year ago and 7.5% lower than the five-year regional average. So supplies down. Supplies down. Remax Cairns agent Matt Foley said there was still high demand for properties right across the board in the city. Most properties we are selling are in multiple offer situations, so excluding external forces, the high sales figures, the trend should continue, he said. Why should the trend continue? That that doesn't he's hoping the trend will continue. If if you're having you know, if we start hitting into a recession, if your community in that city starts to get, unemployment starts going up, if the cash rate exchange rate drops down, maybe that'll drive more people in. But the problem is the traditional benefit of a, a devalued dollar of making us more attractive for foreign tourists, which could help a city like that, is offset by the travel restrictions and by bushfire fears. Fundamentally, a lack of supply of properties to the market and an increase in buyer numbers have driven the price rise. The increase in buyer activity is due to two things, a downturn in rental vacancies, which has forced many tenants to consider purchasing, as well as government regulators relaxing the bank's benchmarking services, which has resulted in a spike in investor activity. Every time I read that in one article after another, I'm reminded of the United States where they just encourage people to borrow, borrow, borrow. You know, give loans to anyone who can afford it. No, not even if they can afford it. There's a real strong demand for homes of up to 500,000 with a lot of buyers for larger blocks within 20 minutes of the city center. Why would you pay 500 grand up there? CoreLogic report found homes outperformed apartments overall with house prices rising in 15 regions compared to unit values gaining only in eight regions. As housing affordability becomes a resurgent issue in 2020, capital city residents may once again seek relatively affordable housing in nearby regions or regional areas with high levels of amenity, CoreLogic head of residential research, Eliza Owen said. Well, you're right on the money there, Eliza. If you can work remotely, if you can work from home, why pay the extra? Anyway, guys, thank you for joining me for this episode of Heiser Says. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and you want to help us grow, there are a few ways you can. You can share the content, get the videos out there, help more people learn about the channel, help us get our numbers up. You can also support us by joining the channel here on YouTube as a supporter with a small monthly donation. You get a badge next to your name and access to emojis. We offer a Patreon subscription as well if you'd like to join there with a range of benefits as well. You can use our affiliate links at Amazon and eBay for your consumer purchases and independent reserve and KuCoin for your crypto trading. We have merch on our, our website, Pocket Squares, handmade by Rachel in his very own sweatshop that's our house, and PayPal if you want to contribute that way. Thanks to everyone who's helping us support the channel. At the moment, I am saving up to buy additional hard drives because recording videos 
uses a lot of data, <laughs> a lot of data. Take care, guys. Have a great day, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.